Welcome, kings and queens, to another episode of All In Society. For me, life is one big game of Monopoly. I'm here to share my strategy to the game of life and hopefully entertain and provide value along the way. My name is Claude Purchase, or for short, you can call me CP2, and welcome to the society. If you're not familiar with what exactly this show is, what it's all about, well, basically, I my, my passion is poker. I love the game of poker. It's a game that you can play worldwide. It's known worldwide. It's global. And there's so many elements of the game that you can use to and implement in your daily life. 8 p.m. Eastern to be able to share that experience because poker has transformed my life. I cannot tell my life story without talking about poker. And so I have this podcast, All in Society, and I also have a live show on YouTube. It's, It's called All in Society and Friends. I would love for you to go to YouTube, search All in Society and Friends. Make sure you follow the page. Subscribe, share with your friends and family, check out all the videos for All in Society and Friends, and as well, this podcast. If you found this podcast and you've enjoyed the content or you found it entertaining, please follow the show and download all the episodes. I I truly appreciate it. It costs you nothing. Just a couple minutes out of your day. That's it. And then listen at your leisure or watch at your leisure. If you'd like to check out the last episode, you can click the link in the episode description. It'll take you right there for the last episode. As I discussed, All in Society and Friends, and that show airs live Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. Every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Eastern. But this Tuesday, because of the holiday, it is going to be a pre-recorded episode. But I guarantee this is probably the, if not the best episode, the top one of the top three episodes so far. Um, this upcoming episode, this Tuesday, I have two poker professionals. And I don't just mean just somebody who calls themselves, excuse me, someone a professional. They don't, they don't just talk it, they walk it too. And they have the stats to back it up. If you're not familiar with poker, uh, for poker tournaments, it's pretty much, there's a website And essentially, it's like your poker resume, all the results for every tournament you play. Anytime you place in an event, as long as the venue that you played at relays that information to this website, it collects this database of all your results. You can go on there and it ranks the players. Well, I have two players in the top 20 of all the players in the state of Maryland and all the players in the state of Virginia. They are in the top 20 for their state, Laura Eisenberg and Yasser Al Kalidor. Yasser, he he was on the very first episode of All in Society, so please make sure you check that out. And Laura, she is a force to be reckoned with, and it is all in society. And I don't want this just to be a boys' club. I want this to be a place where men, William, women, all folks are welcome. This is a inclusive community. A diverse community and I want us to learn and grow together. So definitely check that out. Subscribe. Uh, you can check out my 
website, allinsociety.com. Instagram handle at allncp2. And my LinkedIn and also my um, business email, cpurchase at pseudosolutionsgroup.com. Don't worry, you can get all of those in the episode description. But moving along, today's episode, we have a few topics. We're going to dive a little bit deeper about the previous episode. We'll talk about the UAW, UAW contracts with the automakers and how things might be a little rocky right now. Uh, Target is closing their doors for Thanksgiving. We'll discuss that. Gambling and investing, what's the difference? And we'll talk a little bit about the stock market as well. All right, as I mentioned, uh, so last episode is titled Detroit versus Everybody. It's definitely a fun episode, one of the more light episodes, but it's also educational as well. So in that episode, I'm a big uh, Detroit Lions fan, born and raised in Michigan. And so I was very proud of how the Detroit Lions performed this last Sunday against the Chargers. I believe Jared Goff should be an MVP candidate if he's not being considered one right now at the top of that list. And then we broke down, um, we did a little market talk, and I discussed my portfolio. And we also talked about Moody's report and how it affected the market. Um, so if you have no idea what I'm talking about, that's uh, a good reason to j- dive into the to the episode and, and learn a little something. As well, be entertained at the same time as well, I'd hope. I want this to be, I want to give you a little game, but also want to have a good time and also want these shows to be entertaining and engaging at the same time as well. Now, I know the podcasts there, I don't necessarily do them live all the time. So it's, as far as engagement, it's a little difficult unless you're going on to my threads and engaging with me on there or Instagram, where I typically post daily videos about the stock market or poker or anything, um, any relevant news, anything that I feel is important, I want to share to you guys, to the community, to my community that I'm building. All right. And all in society and friends, yesterday's episode, November 14th, we had a great episode. Some of the topics we covered uh, was ESPN bets launch. I'm a Disney investor, so we kind of broke down the business side of it, how I think it, uh, Disney and its partnership with Penn Entertainment, how that might go going forward, and we broke down some of the details. We went over my NFL top five. Top five, top five, top five. Formula One in Las Vegas. Uh, that's kicking off um, in, in Las Vegas. Sarah Eisen, she has a, a special that airs tomorrow night, I believe, at 8 p.m., so check that out. Um, Formula One is definitely a sport, uh, big business, big business. So I dive into that a little bit. Uh, we discussed the CPI report and what it is and how I knew once the number came back positive, how I knew the stock market was going to go off uh, yesterday. And last but not least, we discussed the APEC summit briefly in San Francisco. So definitely a jam-packed episode of Brock Stefan on uh, when we discussed the NFL top five. He did not agree with my top five as per usual, which makes for a good conversation there. 
All right, moving along, UAW contracts. Um, Based on CNBC report, GM's veteran workers are concerned about the contracts negotiated on their behalf. They believe the younger or newer employees stand to benefit more. And then the, and they believe the, the excuse me they are really the ones that sacrificed um, a lot in these past years under uh, deals that necessarily weren't the best for them, but overall for the economy excuse me for the well for the economy and for the the company it was beneficial as you can see as their especially specifically Jim in their last earnings report. If members at one of the automakers vote down the deal. UAW leaders would have to decide the next steps regarding whether to return to the table, initiate strikes, or both. Um, so definitely kind of possibly treacherous times um, for the automakers. We thought we were past this, right? And it sounds like not everybody felt that a deal was negotiated in their favor with their... Um, with their needs. I know there was a lot of, as far as what everyone thought was possible. The president of the UAW did a great job. If you ask some of what he was able to negotiate, but it seems like there was a little bit of meat left on the table and some folks that, um, that have been with the company for, for a long time, those those should be ones that should be definitely benefiting, right, for the work that they put in, not the ones that are coming in now or have been here for a short amount of time and want to keep them. We want to take care of the people that did, you know, did the work. And I can definitely understand how that feels. And I don't, you know, I don't want to go on that soapbox, but I I definitely understand. Um, and I hope that everybody, especially those folks that deserve, because they put in their time, hopefully they get what they believe is fair their fair share all right as i mentioned in the preview target and walmart are choosing to close down their shops for the holidays so thanksgiving day so think again if you're planning to go shopping on the holiday or if that was something you did um, traditionally might not it's probably not going to be in your cards this year Uh, if you want more information i will have a Link in the episode description for as that, far as that. Gambling and investing. Now, this conversation always comes to mind, um, especially in the poker community. What exactly is the difference between gambling and investing? And so I like to take it to chat GBT to have these conversations um, rather than sometimes arguing with someone in their perspective. This chat GPT is pretty much is going to pull up the definition of gambling and definition of investing is just going to give you a cookie cutter answer. It's not going to have any bias one way or the other. Um, so the prompt that I put into chat, excuse me, chat GPT was what is the difference between gambling and investing is poker considered gambling based on the definition provided poker professionals use strategy, probability and statistics to make informed decisions. Um, and this is the answer that chat GPT skipped kickback the main difference between gambling and investing lies in the underlying activity and the associated risk here's some key distinctions intent and purpose investing the primary purpose of investing is to generate a return on 
capital over the long term. And we'll dive into that. Investors typically allocate their funds to assess such to assets such as stocks, bonds, real estate, or mutual funds with the expectation of earning a profit. Now, there is that's basically implying that somebody is an educated investor and they are they've done a little bit of research or they know a little bit of something about what they're investing in. And in this response, it says long-term. Well, not all investing is long-term. There could be um, traders like day, day traders. Um, what I'm getting at is that some people are say they are investing. Let's take it back during COVID when everything seemed to be going up. Now, during this time, I wasn't really investing in, um, in too much at this time. Well, I lied. I was really, I wouldn't call it investing, but I was um, buying NFTs. And so some things panned out for me and some things didn't. Um, I knew it it was risky, um, but at the same time, I was not educated. I Now, I did a lot more research and trying to figure out exactly what was a good investment and what's not a, a, a good investment, more so than most people. A lot of people just throwing money in there, just buying anything and everything. Um, like terrible projects that you knew is like, bro, this isn't going anywhere. And that's really what I'm talking about. Just because you have money and you, your, your intentions are to get a return. That doesn't mean that it's investing. That's gambling to me. Investing is having some type of thorough you've done some type of thorough research or homework to understand exactly what you're getting, you're investing in, you know, the ins and out of it. If someone stopped you in the elevator and you wanted to tell them about it, you can tell them a quick one to two minute elevator pitch about what, about this investment or what it is um, or how this business or whatever it is um, stands to make a profit. But just because you are, putting money into something and whether it be a long-term or, or, or long-term or short-term and you have the expectations of getting something back, your expectation could be very far off. Say somebody like you invest in some penny stock and your expectation is, well, I'm investing in this penny stock. It's, it's worth a dollar. I'll put in a hundred dollars and it'll, it'll turn into Apple uh, five, 10, 20 years down the road. No, that's 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 gambling and that's praying and, and hoping something happens rather than doing the research to see, all right, this penny stock, is this a company that's this even a technology company? Oh, no, this is a like a apparel company. You, know, you understand what I'm saying? So let's go. Let's dive in a little bit further. But I really wanted to kind of hit on that. Um, and now it says for gambling, the primary purpose of gambling is often entertainment with the outcome determined by chance and gambling. The focus is on risking money on an event with an uncertain outcome, often for the thrill of the game. So they're basically implying that when you are gambling, that when you put, essentially you go to the casino, you're putting money at risk and it's for entertainment purposes only. You have no expectation to get in return. And I don't think that's the case. Now you might go to a casino and you go play blackjack and the odds are against you. And you are aware of that, that you're the the investment is stacked against you. 
Same thing as you go and you put money on a lottery ticket. A mega millions, it's at a billion dollars, right? Not right now, I don't believe it is, but say it is. You know the odds are not in your favor. The odds are astronomically against you that it's so slim that you're going to hit this. But you know that the the payoff would be absolutely life-changing. Generation, it changed your life and generation, the next generations and generations after that life, if you were to hit the lottery and you were able to, you know, hold on to that money, invest that money, you and your kids, 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 kids should be good to go. But I don't, I wouldn't say that's just what gambling is. I'm a poker player. That's gambling, but I don't go play cards well, I think it is investing and gambling at the same time. You know, kind of give you an example. I don't go to play cards. I know that there's a very high, there's a likely chance. Well, for me, because I'm educated and I know how to play the game, there is less of a probability I'm going to lose every dollar that's in front of me opposed to somebody that just comes in and doesn't, hasn't been playing the game um, as long as I have or have like a, a strategy built out. It's coming there just to, they come in there to play and hopefully make money, but they're not there just for entertainment and just the expectations to lose all their money. And so that's why the there's there's so much gray area in this in this conversation because when you go and look at the Webster Diction, uh, dictionary um, definition of what investment is and gambling is, well, that isn't everybody's story. That's not my story. I don't go. I'm when I'm gambling. I'm going to play cards, and I want to use this when I'm when I want to go play cards. There's two options. You can go play cash games. You can go play tournaments. When I play cash games, I think of that as an investment because I'm going and based on math and other information and factors that I gather along the way, along the stages of the hand, I make informed decisions with limited information. What's the difference between me being a let's say a someone on a jury or somebody that's getting facts like a story told from them from different angles and they're making a decision based on limited information. It's the same thing. Now in poker, now I can make Say I have pocket aces, right? And I know statistics, excuse me, statistically or mathematically against certain hands that I'm going to win 60% of the time. Now, there's those, those times where I'm not, the other card's going to come and I'm going to lose. And it's the same thing as like if you're investing in the stock market. There's so many macro conditions um, that can affect the company itself that has nothing to do, well, it has how has something to do with how they're able to their margins. Um, it like inflation goes up well, the costs of the goods, um, cost a little bit more or the cost of, um, the cost to borrow money for the company, um, is cost more. So their margins are less than, uh, they were in the past. And so that affects them. So it's it, luck and cards is different things and aspects and variables that affect you when you're investing in the stock markets and things like that. So in, in aspect of poker, of course, somebody wants to call me in the middle of this. In the aspect of poker, and we're talking about investing and what's investing and, and gambling, 
this conversation about poker as gambling, it's just there's so I can easily debunk debunk this. And it, it really depends on what jurisdiction you're in and what someone says gambling is and what another person says gambling is. So I just don't, but I just don't like this. I don't like this, um, especially when it comes to talking about poker, because poker, is it gambling? Yes. But there's you if you go in there with the with the idea that I have no knowledge, I don't really know what I'm doing. But for an in, informed and educated gambler or poker player, it is investing. And that's what I'm trying to, and I know on a long win, I maybe lost some of you guys, but hopefully if I didn't, that you stuck through and understood where I'm getting at, is that if, even if you're, if you're new to the game of poker, I can teach you this, these, 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 this mindset, and you can take this mindset and you can apply it to the stock market and things like that. Um, and not really look at the stock market as something that's scary because I guarantee if I teach you poker, um, and I'll give you, and I say, all right, take your, your own hundred dollars and go play cards. I can teach you and you'll have a good time and you'll enjoy it. But if I tell you, if I teach you how to invest in the stock market, um, and say, all right, you found a company you like to uh, invest in. All right, go invest in that company. What are you going to do first? You're going to go play poker because it's entertaining and it's fun and it doesn't have that. Well, it has that negative stigma on it, but not to the to not to the level of the stock market. And you got these people telling you or it's rigged and this, this and that. No, just stop listening to people making these vague comments when they really don't even haven't even done the research or really don't even have the knowledge to even say anything about the topic that you're discussing in the first place. Um, so yeah, that's, but let's move on. Uh, so risk and uncertainty investing while investing always involves some level of risk. The goal is generally to make informed decisions based on research and, and analysis to mitigate that risk. And here's what uh, I also wanted to elaborate on this point. You can make informed decisions what you believe are informed decisions. But if you have but if you only have 10% of the knowledge that's necessary to make uh an investment in whatever particular um for lack of a better word venue that you're in, then it's all based on perspective, right? So and you can always pull up stats and things to say, all right, this is a great investment. It's not risky. And these are the stats to say why it's not. Whereas you could just be turn a blind eye to these other glaring stats and say, Claude, this clearly is not a safe or a good investment. Um, so we have to be careful. Uh, for gambling, the outcome of gambling is typically more dependent on chance, luck, or random events rather than careful analysis. The risk is often higher in the house or the organizer usually has an edge. Now, when we talk about slot machines, yeah, 100%, that is gambling. You have no control over it. You literally can close your eyes, put your money in a slot machine, close your eyes, push a button, and you could win a lot of money. You have no control over it whatsoever. That is gambling. But even when you go play blackjack or you go play um, poker, now the if for blackjack, like I said, the odds are stacked against you, but you can make educated decisions like counting cards and things like that to um, turn them more so into an investment rather than just straight gambling. 
Our last point, time horizon. Investing. Investors usually has, usually have a long-term perspective with the expectation that the value of their assets will increase over time, and that's false. Many of us want to get rich quick. A lot of people want to find, like I said, penny stocks and then put a couple hundred dollars in it and think it's going to turn into Apple in, in two weeks. Or people want to invest in crypto and like it's going to probably next year or, or early 2025 when it runs up because of Bitcoin having people are rather than get in when it was at low at the bottom, people are going to start chasing and, and the FOMO is going to come out and they're going to start buying in at the all time highs and they're going to lose a lot of money. Um, for gambling, gambling events are typically short term with results known relatively quickly. The focus on is, is on immediate outcome rather than long-term growth. And that's 100% true. Like, um, you know, in hard times, people gamble more because they want that quick hit, that um, that quick money, that fast money. And in summary, regarding poker, it can be considered a form of gambling, but it has elements of skill and strategy that distinguish it from pure chance-based games. Professional poker players often use knowledge of probability statistics and psychological tactics to make informed decisions. The line between gambling and skill-based activities can sometimes be blurred and different jurisdictions may categorize poker differently based on their legal definitions. And we discussed that in summary, while poker involves elements of skill and strategy, it is still generally considered a form of gambling due to the role of chance in individual outcomes, professional poker Players might approach the game with a strategic mindset, but the overall classification depends on legal and regulatory perspectives. And I, I hit on it, but I don't think I finished the the thought. Um, so when I go play a cash game, cash game's a lot more consistent, and I can go on there in a short amount of time. I have a lot more things I can control, and I think of that as like investing. Gambling when I play poker is a poker tournament. When I play a poker tournament. Um, variance, the likelihood of me running deep into a large field poker tournament, it's very unlikely. And so that, that is poker tournaments that it, I think of that, that's the gambling aspect to it. But for, and for someone who's novice, um, both versions, cash games and tournament can be, can be gambling. Um, so like I said, it's all about, um, your perspective and your, and your expertise in the certain field. So hopefully um, that was a uh, thought-provoking and entertainment conversation and um, different take to go and, and look at it from or perspective rather than just talking um, peer-to-peer. All right, we'll talk about the stock market a little bit. Um, so my Roth account since Monday, since last episode, and that's the Roth 401k. Those of you who are not familiar, I left my previous employer. And instead of leaving that 401k to be managed by um, whomever the the plan was managed by, I decided to pull that money out and manage it myself. I've been reading a lot of books. I'm going to a lot of financial literacy conferences and just really just been on my game to learn how to become a, a stock market investor. I've invested in some courses as well. Um, so it's it's nice to see my portfolio doing well. And as of the 
closing of the bell today. Um, since the closing of the bell Monday, uh, my portfolio is up a thousand dollars. So that's, and that's my retirement. So, um, and I'm 100% beating, uh, the return that my, the retirement, uh, portfolio would have, if I would have left it in there, I'm crushing, um, the returns. I'm beating the S and P 500 as well. It's kind of like the benchmark, which you want to kind of relate or compare your portfolio to. That's how the S and P is performing and I'm crushing them as well. I shouldn't say crushing. I'm beating S and P as well. Uh, Roblox investor day today. Those of you, if this is your first time listening to the show, I'm a, uh, uh, Roblox is one of the largest holdings in my portfolio. Um, they're my busy, biggest pick, excuse me, the biggest takeaway, um, from the Roblox Investor Day today is the vision and future is bright for Roblox and they are aiming to build the best platform for creators. And um, when you think of YouTube, it seems like Alphabet or Google, they really haven't, they do things with reels and and they've done a lot with it um, since little, I've really dove into YouTube. But as far as really building something for creators that's, they can really dive into and really um, sink their teeth into. I think Roblox is onto something that's very that's innovative, and I'm definitely going to dive deep into that. I've reached out to my niece, uh, and I've also talked to some of my peers about diving into Roblox and starting to um, build out something on there. You know what that is? I'm not sure. I have a couple of ideas, uh, but stay tuned with that. Yeah, so um, it'll definitely be nice to uh, see my family uh, for the holiday. I'm definitely look forward to it. I hope you have time, have an opportunity to spend time with your friends and family as well. And um, if anybody, um, I know sometimes that the holidays can be can be rough. As well. So if anybody needs someone to talk to, um, I'm here. I am definitely available. You have my Instagram. You have my email. Uh, I am definitely here for anybody. For we're Facebook friends or Instagram friends, just drop a DM. Um, I'm here if you if you just want to chat. Uh, I have I've been through a lot this uh, year myself. Um, past few months, so I understand it. Um, something that's really helped with me is. Um, joining the church uh the past really i've been going the past month i attended a a a conference called the black well summit and it was pretty much down the road from me about down the road i mean 30 minutes from me it's in the dmv it's um traveling down the road 30 minutes pretty much down the road um and so i went to the summit expecting to you know get knowledge on financial literacy and things like that but it was held at a church and I just, uh, I really fell in love with the church, um, the pastor and his wife, uh, they seem amazing. Um, so it's, it's really helped me and I know faith is something that isn't comfortable for, with a lot of people to talk about, especially in a public forum or format like this. Um, but doing this podcast that's really what i what i'm this is my podcast i can talk about whatever i want to talk about and so a lot of it i want to entertain and provide you know 
value for you guys to, who are watching this and enjoy um, the content that I'm providing. But I also wanted to give you a little bit of who I am and some of the things that I go through. I'm a human being as well. And hopefully by sharing some of that and sharing my journey that um, I can inspire and motivate or um, just just provide whatever it is that the my community uh, needs. And I, I know it's not going to, I'm not going to build a community overnight. And I know I'm not in everybody's cup of tea as well. And that's fine. And I don't, I don't need to be, I'm only pretty, well, I shouldn't say I'm only child. Um, I'm my mother's only child. I, I'll look at it that way. And so I don't really need anybody to, to make me happy. I'm content with me just being me. Um, I keep a real small circle. But I've, everything that I've been through, I would consider myself um, successful for someone who was a college dropout to to be a homeowner in 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 Southern Maryland in the richest black county in America, Charles County. That is something that I hold my head high on. Uh, a funny note: they. So there's PG County, um, which, pretty, which is also another fluent black, uh, majority black community. Um, they call, where I live, is it's called Waldorf in Southern Maryland. And because it's it's kind of like, it's out there. It's about 25, 20, 20 miles, 25, 30 minute drive from um, really the heart, soul of PG County or like, like DC area is they call Waldorf Wakanda. So I am the Black Panther. I am saying I am the Black Panther of Waldorf. Um, I'm the, My ESPN bet profile, I'm pretty sure I named my, I think my username is uh, King Wakanda. <laughs> King Wakanda. Because uh, Waldorf is Wakanda. They call it Wakanda. The locals here do. You live all the way in Wakanda? Yes, I am the Black Panther. So for what that is, um, like I said, I feel like that I've been pretty successful. Um, Anything that I've really put my mind to, I've accomplished it. Whether that was me playing cards. um, My really, my goal was never, I really just wanted to make enough money to continue playing cards. I really didn't. It was pretty simple goal. And I never had a goal that I wanted to be a best poker player. Um, cause if I want to be the best poker player, I definitely would have been studying and learning a little more, more about the game and, and diving into it more. Uh, but I wanted my, my thing is to, my whole thing has always been to grow the game of poker and show people why this game has been so instrumental to my life and how you don't have to play. You don't have to be a dealer. You know, well, you don't have to play professionally; you have to be a dealer. But just to understand this game, understanding some of these concepts of this game, can really, you could, like, like I've said previously in this episode, you can really apply some of those concepts into your in your daily life, um, like investing and things like that. And I've kind of found like poker has always been my first love; um, will always probably be my my greatest love, unless I find someone else to really. Um, pour into that unconditional love too. Um, unfortunately, I thought I did, but 
things change. People change. Feelings change too. Can't remember what a song that is. But um yeah. poker is it'll send you on a roller coaster. But it'll definitely always be there. It's always available and it's not going to It'll it'll chew you up and spit you out. But if you treat this game with respect, there's a lot of opportunity that's provided in this game. And if you just follow and listen, some of the things that I have to say, because I've walked that journey, you'll be really be surprised where, where this game could take you. And I'll leave it at that. Thank you for listening to this long-winded episode. I wanted this, this, I really didn't, today I really struggled with making this episode. Because it wasn't really a whole lot I want to talk about. I didn't want to just have another episode. Oh yeah, I'm making more, I'm making money in the market. Um, And there really wasn't anything that kind of, I noticed or learned and kind of shared and you guys could take advantage of um, since Monday. So I really just wanted this to kind of be off the top of the dome, something more uh, lighthearted, but it turned into a little bit deeper conversation than I was expecting. Uh, But thank you for, for listening. I truly appreciate, appreciate it. Um, If you're looking for a charging device, a mobile charging device, you're always on the go, your phone or your devices are always dying. I interviewed, and I know personally, the owners, Christian and Reggie of Cargado. Um, So check out their site, the episode description for mobile charging device. And also, if you're looking for some high-quality luggage, um, Travel Pro. Check out the link in episode description. Remember, life is one big session. Play the cards you're dealt to the best of your ability, and I promise you'll come out ahead. Have a wonderful evening.